everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Universe Within podcast. This episode of the show is being sponsored by the Amazonian Plant Healing Center, the Temple of the Way of Light. I've worked at the temple for about the past decade now, and I can really attest to the quality of the work that they do. They're located in the Peruvian Amazon, uh, about two hours outside of the city of Iquitos, and they run 12-day retreats in which they have six different ceremonies, working predominantly with the plant medicine ayahuasca and the lineage of the Shipibo people, who are people who have a very long lineage of working with these plants. Uh, and it's a really amazing place to go and to experience the the profundity, the healing, the learning that these uh, sacred plant medicines have to offer. Um, they're working with four different indigenous doctors or healers, uh, two to three facilitators. Um, they have um, yoga teachers, massage therapists, bone doctors, an amazing integration team, an amazing support staff. So it's a really beautiful place if you're interested in working with these plant medicines to go and, and be in a really safe and well-held uh, space that allows people to go really deeply into this work and to experience all of the benefits that these plants have to offer. <clears throat> So if you'd like more information about them, you can check out their website at templeofthewayoflight.org. Uh, and some good news, they are now up and running. Um, they were unfortunately closed for a really long time during the pandemic, but as of uh, August of this year, they are back and running. So check out their website if you'd like more information about them. Also, myself and my colleague Marav Artsy are continuing to run Dietas, which is one of the ways in which people can really go deeply into this world of plants and experience all of the the healing, the the magic, the the teaching, and um, and really the the profundity that these plants have the ability to endow on us and to help us to to really learn and heal on a on a really deep level. Um, so we're continuing to run diets in the Sacred Valley of Peru. Um, if you would like more information about that, you can check out my website at nicotianarustica.org and also Marav's site at tobaccodiets.com. My guest for today's show is my friend Kunti. I met Kunti here where I am in the Sacred Valley of Peru. Uh, she works with Temascal, which is uh, some of you may be familiar with sweat lodges, um, uh, maybe even things like saunas. The temazcal is a, a very traditional Mexican process of going into a, a very uh, heated enclosure, working with the four different elements, uh, and as they often talk about, uh, a process to die and to be reborn. Um, if that sounds interesting, uh, Kunti will talk a lot more about that. Uh, she also works with uh, the, the moon dance, we got in some conversation about the Sundance, uh, and also she does a lot of work with combo, uh, which is a type of frog medicine, and also bufo, which is a toad medicine, um, and both of those are, are very different. Um, Kunti's a really amazing woman. We ended up talking, I think, for almost five hours, which is uh, definitely the longest interview I've had yet. So I'm breaking this episode up into two parts. So part one uh, will be predominantly talking about her background, the Temazcal, the sun and the moon dance. And then the second part will be um, about the, the frog and toad medicine. So um, if you're just tuning in for the first episode, stay tuned for the second episode. And if you're turning into the second episode, consider go back and to watch the first episode to learn a little bit more about her, her background, and and also the, the Temascal. So I think that's it. Um, as always, if you're able to support this podcast, that's a really big help to me. 
Patreon is a really beautiful option. It's a subscription service. Uh, you can, there's different tiers you can sign up for, uh, donating as little as a dollar a month, and it gives you back some really amazing benefits, things like early access to shows, bonus material, Q&As. That's a really big help to me to continue to make these podcasts and bring on these guests. Uh, to all of the patrons, to all of the people who have done that, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that. And if you are able to do that, uh, I, I would deeply appreciate that. There's also the ability to direct donate via PayPal. I'll put a link to both of those in the show notes. Also with YouTube now, if you're watching on YouTube, there's the option to join the channel. It gives you a lot of the same perks as the Patreon options. There should be a little join button um, below the video if you're watching on a, on a laptop or a PC. Um, and then if you're not able to do that, Subscribing to the show is a really big help. It may seem like a small thing, but that's a, a really big help. So hitting the subscribe button, uh, if you can, turn on the notification bells, like the video, that's a really big help with the algorithms and getting this show out to a bigger audience. And then with the audio version going on Apple Podcasts, following the show, uh, leaving a starred rating and a short review, that's a really big help. So I think that's it. And without further ado, here is my interview with Kunti. My speciality of, of the works that I dedicate my life the most, as well to the Temascal, uh, that I, I don't organize like that often the Temascal. You know? I organize it until I feel the calling also of the people and the calling of holding that medicine, as well because of the burning of so many trees. You know? I always try to do it every certain time, you know? every certain month, but... Uh, the other uh, area where like I dedicate most of my work and energy and that I'm very like committed and in love of is the work of the with the animal medicines that is amphibious medicines no um I work both with buffalo berries that as I say that the not at the beginning but at some point of the interview. Uh, I talk about my journey to the desert, no, and that uh, I start to work uh, with it uh, mostly after meeting my teacher. And um, then later here in Peru, I start to work with the Cambo. You know? Both are very different. Uh, both are coming from amphibious. One is a frog and one is a toad. Uh, the cambo is coming from a frog, is the secretion of this um, tree frog uh, from the Amazon that is a very powerful purgative. And as I said in the past, no, like it, as all the medicine of the Pachamama, of the Mother Earth, um, they work in or integral um humanity you know like kind of in all our um energetic bodies in our physical body like they work holistically with us so the cambo 
works mainly in the physical level. We can definitely feel it more in the physical level in the moment because it's a um, kind of an intoxication with the with the poison of this frog. So this secretion of the cambo is what um, the cambo or this frog develops to protect against predators in the nature, you know, in the natural life, in the wild natural life. There is many predators for them. So they uh, produce this kind of venom or toxin that when they are caught by one predator, they have still chance of making again <laughs> their life. You know? Like they can drop all this uh, poison and uh, it petrifies the animal uh, some of them can die, some of them can resist, depending on the um, amount also. But is uh, is their defense against the predators, both of the cambo and of the buffo? The thing is that they are both different species, no? And um, it's very different the way that they work and the different the way that they produce this um, uh, substance. In the case of the cambo, is through the skin, no? Like it's through the skin. Uh, that they produce it when they are under stress, and the the persons that they are the harvesters, no, the the one that has this beautiful connection with the medicine of the cambo, uh, a good harvester, like uh, the right way to do it is always with love, with gentleness, and with respect to the animal, and uh, because in both cases you have to catch the animal so you can get the the medicine, no? Uh, what I know is that the Matses is one of the main tribes that has uh, known this medicine ancestrally. And they know even how to call the the frog, no? By imitating the sound and by calling, literally calling the animal so it's more and more accessible to take because the tree frog... Uh, lives in the trees, you no know, lives far away, like in the trees of the Amazon, you know, they are huge. So they have to call the animal also. They have to have this connection. And um, it's also something that they learn uh, in their own culture, in their own ancestrality or lineage, you know, how to do it. And there is not so much people that, that continues with the... Um, all the ancestral connection with the medicine, no, like all this about calling the frog, so it starts to come down and approach, and you can actually take it, and they usually take it with the whole stick because in the jungle, you know, like you can have a lot of wounds in your hand, and it goes there. It just needs the can be used needs um, a little open wound uh, to get into the bloodstream, so it can make the effect, no. And the buffalo alvarius, like um, between 495 and 500 and so, uh, different kinds of buffalo that they exist in the nature, there is some of them that uh, produce um, the medicine that we are looking for, no? Like uh, there is the buffalo alvarius, is the main one, but it's also buffalo marinus, that is the one that appears in... In some old um, pre-colony um, draws and um, sculpts in the ancient Mexico, um, that is um, 
has been distinguished not as Buffalo Barrios, but as Buffalo Marinos that was from that area. Buffalo Barrios is one of, of those hundreds of Buffos that is the only one that, pro that produces the 5-MeO-DMT molecular. Uh, as I told you, when I was in the desert, there is a bunch of toads all over around because uh, they are um, coming out, out uh, from uh, for the rain, you know, because it's super hot in the desert, it's super dry, so they only go out when it's rainy so they can refresh and they can uh, reproduce and do their little life there. Because the buffalo virus is a very unique animal, uh, and that is uh, by explaining this, maybe I can explain a little bit of of the mystery that this medicine um, has. You no, know? the buffalo virus uh, is called also Colorado River toad, and it lives in, in uh, around the areas of the Colorado River, uh, including some parts of uh, Mexico and some parts of USA. And Mexico is located in the Sonora Desert, no Sonora. And in Sonora, as I say, is uh, is a desertic area. is very very hot and is very very dry. And with the uh, these problems with the weather that we are having, no the global heat, the global warm, in, and the all the irregularities is is being every time worst. No the the weather there is very hostile. So this magical, beautiful animal only lives in the surface of the earth during three months of the year, if the rainy season comes. If the rainy season doesn't come, there is no buffos over there because um, it's the, the moist of the rain and the sound of the rain that awakes these animals. When the rainy season ends, they dig in and they uh, hibernate over eight to nine months of the year inside of the earth without needing anything. They dry themselves like a cookie and when the rain comes and is moisting the the desertic air, no the desertic dirt, and is uh, is also making the noise, they start to awake and they start to get moist and they come back to life. So for me, it is something very mystical, very magical because they exist in different dimensions most of their life they are existing in superior dimensions or other dimensions that is not a physical um, experience no because they can't survive without the rain there so when the rain comes is the only chance that they have of reproducing and having their life you no know, outside outside of the earth so they start to go out and they start to look for the rain for the lakes you no know, like there is not so much like lakes in the desert but there is few places you no know, where there is like natural water little lakes not that bigger but those places is what they are looking for you no know, like where is water where is fresh they are um, night animals because in the day is very strong for them and it's during the evening in the night that they start to come out mostly if there is raining they uh, go out and refresh themselves Many of these frogs are uh, like squashed like in the in the highway because of the cars because they like the the concrete uh, they like um, this kind of that is fresh with the rain and in the night and they step into the highway so they most of them die by the cars no and um, 
This medicine is also, as I say, the the substance that they produce to deal with the predators. The thing is that the buffo alvarius, it has a glands, it has big glands uh, behind the head, like over here, and in the legs over here. Uh, that is where it produces the the substance. No, so for example, if it's catch in front or behind, it has this glands that will like psh, like drop this uh, venom, and the predator at least will be petrified, so it it can go out. No, it can go away the the toad, and um, what we call the medicine is the secretion of the glands of that toad. That is. Uh, the only thing to do, it doesn't uh, contain any process, cooking, or manufacturing. The only thing uh, is uh, to find the toad, <laughs> to extract it you know, uh, in front of a glass, and to let it dry. Uh, because in the desert it's very easy that it dries, you no? Know? but it's, it's, it's like... A, it's like glue, like glue when it comes out of, of their glands, no? So you leave it there to dry and then take it out and then that's why we smoke. It's a vaporization, vaporization, how to say it, of, um, of this powder that we get, no, from, from the toad. And it's ingested uh, by inhalation, it's not digestive, no? That's why it goes very quick into the neuronal system, and as well like the cambo, cambo and toe they go very quick. The the effects of both they are very quick because they are not digestive, no. Like cambo goes right into the bloodstream as soon as it touches the wound. That's why we apply through a little burning to have access to this um, the bloodstream directly, no. And the bufo in seconds, like once that you are inhaling, is going to your brain directly and is uh, it's a matter of seconds, no? So they are both really intense, really strong medicines. Like I feel that that is one of the uh, their animal characteristics, maybe, no? Um, but they are very, very strong, very intense but very beautiful and with a lot of benefits that we really don't want to miss out, no? At least if we have the chance, no? Of, for example, of purifying ourselves with the Cambo, I highly recommend it. It's, it's amazing. Um, so the Cambo is one of the strongest purgatives that we have in the nature, and it works a lot in the cleaver, in the sorry, in cleaning the liver, in cleaning the gut bladder, cleaning the stomach, cleaning the intestine. No, it goes uh, a lot to the digestive system, and is uh, is uh, is taken in a morning ceremony. Usually, it can be other also other time of the day. No, but the thing with the combo is that you gotta be empty stomach. You gotta be fasting, and that's why I apply it more in the mornings. No. Uh, the person is with the empty stomach and will ingest a, a bunch of water. It's around two to three liters um, before the medicine. And as soon as I start to apply the medicine in the holes that I have burned, uh, it's going to start to make effect very quick. You know? Like uh, Cambo has um, between three to five, seven minutes to start the whole process. Uh, as everybody's different, some persons takes a little bit more, some persons maybe less, no? 
but um, minute three, minute five, you are peaking in the medicine of Cambo. And what it provocates is an intense purge, an intense purge that helps us to get rid of all toxins, all the emotions, all memories in our bodies, um, uh, pollution, uh, things that, that they don't serve us anymore, no? Like that's why it also provocates a lot of, of the uh, intestinal movement, no? Like provocating some diarrhea that is characteristic of the Cambo. It doesn't happen all the time and it doesn't happen to everyone, but it's very characteristic to purge or to go to the toilet or both, no? And if it happens both, it's amazing because you are getting like full-on cleansing and... Through the intestines also, uh, Cambo drops uh, a lot of the toxins that is in the liver and the gut bladder, like uh, even stones and things like that can go out through the intestine. No? Also, when we are purging like yellow and green with the Cambo is because it's, uh, it's uh, affecting more the liver, no? it's cleansing the liver, the gut bladder, like taking out a bunch of bile and also that's why it tastes sometimes the mouth like so bitter is because that's what we had inside, no? That's that's the taste of the the thing that we are purging out. It's very characteristic of the medicine, no? Uh, one of the main characteristics is that like well, it's, it's like an intoxication, no? So we get swollen like a frog. Not all the time, not everyone, but it's characteristic that you feel like like swallowing in the face, in the mucous areas like the lips, the eyes, no? Over here, like it feels like. Like a frog, also the hands like start to be numb and start to get like that sometimes because um, the body is receiving all this energy from the frog and we actually get to look like a frog in some po in some moment. As I said, not everyone, not all the time is the same, but it's very characteristic and and actually is is uh, when the spirit of the toad takes you also no because you are like kind of receiving all this information from this animal and you be become one with it in some moment so this uh, medicine it's felt a lot in the physical body definitely like you like you have a bunch of physical reactions no because it's a it's a poison and what it makes is, is to make our body to react no like um it awakes our immune system, it awakes uh, the memory of our body to heal itself by like kind of taking it to an edge, you know, to a limit. Like uh, as we, we said, you know, like as well, Buffo and Cambo medicines, they are coming from these secretions of the animals that they are, uh, their defense against the predator. So they are venom, they are poison. It's just that in small amounts, in the proper amount, it works in our body in an alchemy way that is medicine instead of poison. If you increase those doses and you are not careful, you can provocate something bad, no, like a bad reaction because it's what it is. It's a poison still. But in the proper amounts, in small amounts, in the medicine amount, it works as a medicine for our body, giving a bunch of benefits. So... This, uh, let's say that the Cambo comes um, inside of your bloodstream and reaches the heart very quick. And from the heart starts to pump all this to all our system, to all the parts of the body. So the Cambo, 
the secretion of the cambo is uh, mostly uh, conformed by by peptides, and these peptides, uh, most of them that the cambo has, they are biointelligent, and what what this what this means is that when they get into our body, they kind of scan what's going on in this body and where does this body needs the help. That's why it's going to affect one person and another person in very different ways. You know, for example, for, some, for one person can be helping to recover the view, for other can be like a detox in the liver, for, for other can be ovarious, you know, like depending on, on what these uh, biointelligent peptides finds in our body is, is how they are going to affect to us. So this uh, venom, this poison is like a trigger to our immune system. You no, know? it's kind of like something comes inside of your body and is waking up everything like, hey, like watch out, like something is here you know? and, and we're in risk. And it's awakening all the immune system is awakening um, our metabolism is is very good affected for that. You no, know? like it it makes us um, have a, a way better metabolism. The use of the Cambo medicine and it boosts our immune system. That's why it's an amazing medicine. That the tribes of the Amazon, different tribes, uh, they work with this medicine ancestrally as well. They work as an art like it's a natural vaccine for them. It's a vaccine because it goes in, into our bloodstream and um, because it, it awakes all our immune system and our immune system is way more high against everything else, you know, like uh, that is external things like bacteria and viruses and pollution, even energies, you no. Know? And because you know that in the jungle, the weather is really rough. The environment is really rough. <laughs> like uh, you can get ill there from many things, you know. So that's why it's called that it's a natural vaccine in the Amazonian because um, it helps the people to be strong against all the environmental context that they live. And, they, and that since childs they are like facing, you know. So uh, in the tribes, like... Uh, the Cambo is applied since kids. You no, know? I actually apply to my kid, and in my family we apply to our kids um, since around like the fourth years. You no, know? uh, in order to help them to grow um, stronger, more protected, and more clean. And also in the tribes, like it's applied to the kids in that order. You no, know? like in in order to help them to grow better, to be protected. Um, to be protected against the environment, mainly, you know, that they have, like, so much things around and bugs and bites and bacteria and the weather itself. It provocates a lot of diseases and illnesses. So the Cambo has been a huge um, ally, you know, for them, a huge uh, friend for the Amazonian people to preserve their health and be strong. Of course, that we are talking about a very different style of life. So one of the main uses that this medicine has had for the uh, people in the jungle is that also uh, awakes all our senses. So they use it for hunting. 
we in, in this in this um, modern life we are not actually living like uh, the hunters of the Amazonian, but for them it's really useful for many reasons. No, like after the combo you lose uh, some of your human smell, so they apply they use a lot the combo and the rape or nunu also to go hunting to help themselves with their hunter abilities and yeah with with their skills um because it opens your sense like you have like way more like view sense smell sense ear so this is all very useful for them for hunting and because they lost the smell of human for some days like it's not that long that's why they used to use right before so they are like very precise and the human smell is not there so the animals cannot smell that they are around and they the, are the nunu being the the powdered tobacco for for people who maybe don't know what you, you mentioned the the nunu it's the the, it's the, powder the powdered tobacco, tobacco yeah. yeah yeah it's like the rape mm-hmm. but in some places they call it nunu and mm-hmm. it's uh without the nunu i guess is without the hashes of other different plants it's just the the tobacco powder and it's used also to in order to help themselves to um sharp their senses uh, for the moment of hunting and this is the practical uses that they have no for this medicine in the amazon jungle and also uh, as i said like uh, these medicines and the cosmovision of the people in the jungle is also not only like in the mother no like it's uh, a whole holistic thing so they use it for cleaning what they call as i said panema that is the bad energy you know like uh, they you know that in the tribes of the amazon also there is a lot of the culture of working with the ayahuasca and some witchcrafts and things that happens between families between tribes between towns no and they have uh, used the cambo for cleaning these bad energies that uh, are sent at, like arrows no during medicine works and also to clean any other different uh, kind of uh, bad energy negative energy lower frequency lower energy you know so the panema is is literally like everything that can be causing a blockage that can be um producing this balance uh, this harmony you no know, in our being in our life and they use it as as it is as an amplium spectrum medicine to keep you protected against the environment to keep you protected against energies uh, to clean yourself from bad energies um, it's very useful for cleansing for example like um, from other people's energies you no know, uh, from environment uh, energies that we have absorbed no for example sometimes sensitive persons or kids they absorb a lot just for being in one place and like that and they start to have manifestations or feeling bad and like that so the combo helps a lot to get uh, get rid of any kind of bad energy and unblocks the body in many ways no because it's is um doing a huge cleansing so i say the combo is um purgative medicine is one of the strongest purgatives that we have in nature as well as the grandfather tobacco and they both help to get rid of the flims also that they are stuck in the organs no that they create and produces these uh, chronic diseases 
Um, the combo has a huge um, work in the liver. It, it also, it's not uh, that every time and all the purges are the same because as humans, we have very different processes of unblocking and going the cleansings, no? And, as, uh, and it's a progressive thing also. But usually we can see colorful purges in the combo because it's what we had inside. You know, like all that colorful thing that goes out is what the combo is cleansing with the help of the water. And um, when it's coming like yellow and green, as I say, this is liver, you know, it's a lot of liver sometimes, like we are not able to get rid of all that bile that we have been like accumulating over lifetime, you know. And that's why sometimes like uh, it's very colorful because uh, that was the thing that was making us feel ill and bad, you know. For example, sometimes the, the person is having a, like uh, chronic migraines and um, chronic symptoms that they, they are related with the liver, with the cleansing of the liver. And with the combo, you can treat that. Uh, you can treat allergies also, some chronic things, you know, that uh, because of the cleansing that the combo goes uh, doing in the body. Um, it, it helps to dissolve, you know, like these chronic diseases. It helps to clean, for example, when we take out these flims, you know, uh, then viruses and bacteria cannot be uh, living there. Because there is not the reservoir, you know, the, the, the place to live that is all these um, condensations, you know, and flames that is in our stomach and in our organs. So um, it's a progressive medicine, I can say. It's definitely a progressive medicine. Like, uh, it's always good if you only do one in your life. I mean, like, if, if at least one, but it's one, you no. Know? But if you work uh, with the combo in a consistent way, you know, like uh, receiving the medicine every certain time, uh, it goes deeper and it helps you deeper also. You know? Like it goes digging in, the medicine goes like uh, scanning your body every time and checking and uh, regenerating certain organs or certain areas as well that cleansing other areas. So it's a progressive medicine, no? Um, I think like all the medicines are progressive and I also think that they are not like just uh, for taking whatever day, no? It's a special moments that we dedicate to meet with the medicines, but I do think that they work in a progressive way, no? As when we go with the ayahuasca maestro and is going to work with us through a dieta, through progressions of uh, the amount of the dieta that we drink, the amount of ayahuasca that we will have in the ceremony, progression, no? like uh, ceremony after ceremony, the the medicine and as well the shaman can go more profound no? with, the, with the healing and to help the person. So I feel that these medicines, they work like really in a progressive way. No? And that... Um, for example, for me, the combo is one of the like basic things in my life. You know? uh, it's um, something that is part of our life, is part of our uh, caring system, you know? like a self-care system um, that helps us to be clean, that helps us to be strong, that helps us to be clever, to be clear you know? in our mind, to be clear also in our heart, to be aligned. Um, in this central channel 
because it cleans many things. No, it cleans things in your mind, cleans in your emotions, things in your stomach, and everything. So it helps you to have a lot of clarity, and it helps you to be stronger against uh, as well energies or environmental um, aspects. No, and um, yeah, like I mean, you know. Uh, we gotta the parasite every certain time. We gotta do uh, colonic cleansings every certain time. You no, know? like so we can have like a clean body. It's like the toilet. We gotta clean the toilet. <laughs> if not, it gets dirty and nasty. And as well, the house. We gotta clean the house because it's, it's not, if not, it starts to be dirty and animals start to live inside and uh, cockroaches and rats comes when it's very dirty. You know, like that's what happens in the physical world so it's a very powerful tool to keep ourselves uh, clean and like to um to permain with a good health you know like uh for me it's one of the basic medicines that i work with and i help a lot of people with the combo i love to serve the combo because it helps uh, to cleanse you know and it's one of the basics <laughs> I have my ashram mentality, you know, like first to clean, first to clean and then the divine energy can flow. But if you are not clean, if you want to receive the divine energy, the Shakti, you know, in a, in a dump hole, <laughs> maybe it's not going to be the same, you know, or it's going to find a bunch of obstacles before rising. So I consider the Kambo one of the the main medicines, you know, like uh, to keep our health good to keep our body in a good shape in a good state you no know? uh, as i say it activates our metabolism it cleans all our digestive system and it rises and boosts our immune system in an amazing way and i feel that i i don't get sick so much and also my kid you no know, thanks to the combo mainly and um yeah i highly recommend but also in these times and uh, I consider that we gotta be careful um, because the gambo works in the heart, you no? Know? Like gambo goes directly to the heart. So one of the uh, main contraindications of gambo is uh, if you have like heart problems, cardiac problems, like you can't have gambo because it literally can can kill you, you no? Know? Um, because it's going to rise the the rate of the heart, the pump of the heart like, is going to to rise it a lot. Uh, is the first place where the combo goes through the bloodstream, no, and uh, because of the recent studies, no, of um, uh, heart damage in the people that has been vaccinated, um, being careful to only apply it to people that has not been vaxxed. Uh, still, um, I, I have to say that I have attended some people that has been vaxxed before all these studies of the damage of the heart uh, has been showing up and popping up. And it seems that it was very good, you know, like nothing happened. I attend like uh, quite a few persons uh, and that have been already vaxxed and everything was fine. But still, there is a risk that we have to take in account, no? and I say this just for a general information, uh, because this is a new situation that we are facing in the world. I mean, it's an experimental thing, so we are just realizing what's going on, what's happening in the human body. And if it affects the, the heart, 
And if you are vaxxed and you have you want to have cambo, you gotta check the health of your heart first and be really sure that you are not having any um heart damage before having cambo, no? Uh, mainly cambo because it's one of the strongest for the heart. It's one of the strongest for the for the circulatory system, no? And um yeah, I just wanted to mention that because it's important, no? Like uh, we we know that the medicines uh because uh, sometimes um, they are very strong, they have some contraindications. So Cambo is amazing, and I highly recommend, except if you have any heart problems, you know, because in that case, then it's dangerous, and then it's very dangerous. And then we can, have... Can the doses be adjusted for that, or it's, it's best just to, to, to stay away? I think it can be, uh, a dose can be measured for that, it's just that right now is like to drop a coin to the air and you know like um it's, it's uncertain what can happen yeah i have heard also another person has been serving and attending people that has been back and it seems to help but also the real thing is that now there is a risk that we didn't have before and that's just the reality. You no, know, it's just what is going on now, and that we have to take it in count. And I feel like it's just such a shame, you no, know, because um, it's so good for our bodies. But uh, in the case that you are interested in combo and, and you have been bugs, then gotta be careful and, and checking the health of your heart first uh, before jumping with that because it can be dangerous. Um, putting the life in risk, no? Because of the nature of this is a poison, is what it is. It's a poison, it's the venom and the defense of this beautiful animal. And um, and checking the heart would be like a EKG or blood pressure test? I don't or, know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But just making sure the heart is healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, mm. um, I'm not very expert on that, no? But I will suggest definitely that that is necessary to check the, the heart before... Mm. In, in that case specifically no in in the in the case of a normal person like uh, usually there is not risk if if the person doesn't have any cardiac problems no um the risk is mainly the heart because uh, it's very strong to the heart it's very strong to all the um, blood system, the bloodstream, like uh, in, incre increases, no, the the pump of the heart like uh, way more uh, than the normal, no. In few seconds, in few minutes, you are having all this um, reaction in your body. Um, yeah, yeah, I can say that about the combo. I don't know if you have any other questions about this beautiful medicine that I can answer to you. No, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I spent some time with the Matzes and, and they, they, they use it a lot. And mm -hmm. it's, um, yeah, I think there's something very, very beautiful about it. And, yeah. Uh, I, I worked with it a couple of times uh, a long time ago, uh, but actually just hearing you speak about it, it's it's kind of uh, piquing my <laughs> my desire to, to work with it again. Um, yeah. And the can you speak a little bit about the um, the the bufo like yeah, uh, maybe for who you would recommend that for and what what that experience mm -hmm. is like cuz I think it's something more and more people are are hearing about and familiar with mm -hmm. and um and yeah like what what that entails. Yeah. Well, let's then jump to bufo topic. Um bufo barrios um medicine 
it works in a very different way. It works in a very different way. Um, let me find the words. Well, first of all, the as I say, as I explained, no, like uh, this extract that has been dry, um, that is the secretion of the bufo, is what we burn in a special pipe and vaporize in order to be inhaled through the mouth, contained in the lungs over some seconds uh, until you can count anymore no usually when you are counting down to keep your to hold your your breath no that is the the smoke of the toad that you have inside um i usually ask the persons to since they finish you know to have the the smoke uh to count down from 10 to 0 usually in the second 5 6 7 you're already gone you're already gone and your body knows what to do. It's uh, like when you're dreaming, when you're sleeping, the body keeps working, no? So I'm going to explain uh, a little bit about the buffalo barriers and I'm going to, to try uh, to explain it my best because this medicine is, is something that works in a soul level, no? So it's sometimes very difficult to explain uh, with words, what is this? No, but basically, what we have in the buffalo barrios is um, a compound or a cocktail of uh, the wildlife of the animal, and there is other buffalo like buffalo marinos and other buffaloes that produce buffotein. Buffotein is also a, a psychedelic um, substance for our brain. But buffalo barrios is the only one in all the kinds of buffos that contains the 5-MeO-DMT molecular. 5-MeO-DMT molecular is the molecular that our same body produces when we are born and when we die. That's why, why we call that is like um, this portal, this medicine is a portal, no? it's, uh, it opens that portal. Sometimes we can access to that state also, or yeah, to that state, um, and our and our body can develop some 5-meo DMT in lifetime, you no, know, like uh, between because I mean between born and die we have the life, and and born and dying is when this portal opens and is our same body develops the substance so we can open and coming and open and go out of this dimension. So there is certain moments in our life that our body can develop naturally the DMT, the 5-MeO-DMT, sorry, because Bufo doesn't contain DMT molecular like ayahuasca and changa and pescoide and other medicines uh, that contains DMT molecular. In difference of this, uh, Bufo albarius contains 5-MeO-DMT molecular. It, it has um, a little difference with the atoms, no? And DMT... Uh, works more in the third eye, in the sixth chakra, no? Um, allows, allowing us to see the other dimensions that coexist with us, no? Different beings, dif different scenarios, different dimensions that we are coexisting with. It's just that we have all these filters of the mind, uh, these filters of our mind has been designed, uh, designed by the creator itself so we can move in this world, in this physical world. 
it has not been like uh, created uh, for blinding ourselves from other things, no. But it's just what we need uh, for function in this world, like to move and uh, like and know that there is a wall, that there is not a waterfall in the fifth dimension. There's a wall there, no. For example, and with the DMT molecular. Uh, what I have understand is that DMT molecular works in our sixth chakra and allowing our brain, you know, like it drops these filters down and allows our brain to see these other dimensions, these other realms that coexist with us. And still is from the observer and the observed, you know. Still is a little bit like what you observe here and sorry what you experience here when you observe that no and 5 DMT molecular is called um, the top of the pyramid because it works a lot in this chakra in the uh, seventh chakra uh, by opening this central channel that we have you know, to receive the divine energy to access to higher dimensions of, of our being so what happens is that, for example, while DMT is very visionary, the 5-MeO DMT can be visionary. It doesn't mean that you don't have any vision. It's also like I wanted to mention something about Cambo. Cambo is not psychedelic. It's a purgative medicine. But that doesn't mean that, that you never had vision. Sometimes, like because it's living spirits, because these living spirits is the ones that has information for us that contacts us in different ways. Sometimes um, we can have visions during the application with the, uh, during the process of the combo, or we have we can have dreams, or we can have intuitions or clarity. You know, we can have certain kinds of information. Uh, in these ways, uh, subtle ways, let's say, that is the spirit of the medicine that is working with you, but um, is not psychedelic. But that doesn't mean that 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 that, that nothing else happens, you know. Because, like as I say, not for everyone and not uh, like every time. But sometimes uh, the spirit contacts you and and shows you things through the dreams. Um, Sometimes things happen during the application, no, and they can see what they are purging, where is the root of the problem. Like, is this this is information that the same spirit and the wisdom of the medicine is opening, so we can understand and help us to heal, no, help us to our process. So, the Buffo Alvarius medicine is also not that visionary. It is called psychedelic because of the effect that it has, no. But it's not uh, that visionary as the DMT or the psilocybin in the mushrooms. Still, you can have some visions. Still, you can have some messages. Like, still, you can have like uh, fractalic visions too, or more spiritual visions. You no, know? like your ancestors, your guardians. I don't know. Like, many things can happen. You no, know? because that's depending on what's what was the information or the message that this spirit has for you. And um, so going back to sixth chakra and seventh chakra and DMT and 5-MeO-DMT, then the 5-MeO-DMT works directly in our central channel, touching the 
this uh, seventh chakra, this gland in our brain, and allowing us to access to higher dimensions of our being. That's why I say that the toad is a medicine that allowed us to have like a experience in the level of our soul. Many of the things that, that happens in the experience with the various medicine cannot be expressed in words because they occur, they happen in other areas of our being, in other parts of our being, and that is deeper levels, no? Um, about this connection with the source, like it can be very different for everyone, no? But I'm I'm talking about the main characteristics of what this molecular does in our brain, no? So I'm going to to explain a little bit. Um, our brain has these filters and receptors, and like is is made is configured in one way, so we can keep uh, moving and and. Um, yeah, moving in this reality, so we can uh, be in this world. When 5-MU-DMT molecule comes, all these filters of our mind, they are pulled down. You know, like We have this receptor of serotonin that is waiting for more serotonin to, to just plug in you know, as, as we keep uh, going in our life with our amounts of serotonin to keep ourselves in a good mood with our like uh, good levels of activity, you know, like... Or what is serotonin for is like it's more for this reality. So the the brain is waiting for its serotonin dose, but instead of that, what it comes is a 5-meo DMT that it plugs in the same receptor of the serotonin. Not that because our brain is, is designed for that, no, as our brain has a bunch of cannabinoid receptors, so it has these receptors that receives this substance because our same body produces. So when this Fimeo plugs there, all these filters of the reality are pulled down. One of these main filters that we have is our ego. Our ego is a very important part of ourselves. Like I really like to speak about this because in, in these uh, new age and uh, concepts, we, we speak about the ego like something bad or wrong with that. No, but we have to understand that it's it's part of our, our configuration, no? it's necessary for us to move in this world. It's one of the filters that we have in our brain. The thing is that as the humanity is more like uh, uh, in these times, no? like more trained to be in the main, in the mind, sorry, in the mental field, mental field, then uh, the ego starts to take like a lot of control and like space because we are not really like that connected with our heart or with our other superior energies, sorry. Um, so in this way, um, we are more used to hear the mind. We are more he uh, used to be listening to the mind and to give more attention to that. And, and yes, if we let the ego take the control, it takes the control of our life, no? But I, I am referring to this because I don't see that the ego is something negative or something that we have to sub like suppress or cancel or like throw to the garbage. Actually, is is like, I see it like a, a, as a vehicle uh, of our mind, you know, as a vehicle. Um, it contains like kind of like the aspects of our personality is what we use to move in this world, you not know, to... Um, interact with other people 
But one of the characteristics of the ego is that the ego likes to have the control and the ego don't want to die. The ego is afraid to die. That's why actually like a lot of the fear of dying is coming from is from the ego don't don't want to disappear, wants to permain because it's so unreal and it's so etheric that it's just an idea in our mind is is some is something that wants to permain and has a lot of fear to disappear because it's going to disappear. When we go out uh, to another realm out of this body, this is behind and that's it. And the, and the ego doesn't like that really much. <laughs> so one of the things that we can experience with the Buffalo Boreas is that deed of, of the ego, the deed of the ego or the dissolution for some moment. As I always say to, to the persons that comes with me to ceremonies, like, uh, it feels like a lot of anxiety. Uh, it, can, it can be feel like anxiety, like fear, like, uh, like uh, desperation. Sometimes when the medicine is kicking, is rising, is to- fully opening and the ego is, dis- is dissolving. Uh, is because of the ego is trying to grab and the ego is going to try to grab uh, as much as it can. No, that also like uh, the different amounts of this medicine allow allow us sometimes to go deeper or to release way more to disattach way more than other small amount, for example. No, um, of course that this what I'm saying is is metrics um, amounts that only the persons that are um, trained to do this like know. What, uh, how much is a little bit or more than, you know, like it's specific measures that we have. And with some doses, you can access uh, like to these states of consciousness. With other, you can like experience parts of the medicine, but not like uh, totally reaching, you know, like all this uh, full potential of opening with the medicine. So... This medicine, yes, it does have a lot of benefits for the physical body. It's just that I can't say which are they because as well as the Campbell medicine, and this is something very important uh, about both of these medicines that I work with and I want just to um, say it, no, because uh, um, it's, it's how I see it, no, in this uh, time of working with both uh, these animals, they... They work very quick in our body, you know, like the the poison of these animals awakes these uh, memories also of the reptilian brain that we have of how to heal our body. And these medicines um, is not a plant uh, medicine, no, it's an animal source, so it's way different than other medicines. Uh, and they are coming from amphibious that they are also a family of the reptilians so they uh, activate our reptilian brain and these uh, areas of our survival uh, part of our brain you know, that sometimes they are not active but in these areas of our brain is where um, the memory of how to heal our own body is um, is existing no so they they work a lot on that um and these uh, both medicines, um, they have a, a quick effect, but 
very deep at the same time, no? They both are are like, they are formed, they are made of the wild life of the animal. Kind of the quality of the medicine that we receive is related with the, the wild life that the animal had. So when we inhale this uh, vapor of the secretion of the toad, it's not only the bufotein and the and the 5-MeO-DMT, the ones that we are uh, absorbing, but it has also a lot of other things that the scientists are still studying that they depend more of the wildlife of the animal, what did the animal ate, what did the animal experience, like all that wildlife is what is transforming their body uh, in the way of the medicine that we receive. And I'm mentioning this because um, there is a lot of people that is harvesting, the that is catching the toes of the desert in order to uh, make private farms for toads, no? And... Um, and yeah, like the thing, and what I want to say here is that these animals, if they are in captivity, they don't produce the same. They don't have the resources to produce the same. Is the risk and the uncertain and the everyday like challenges of life that produces different peptides and tryptophans in these medicines that um, that affects uh, all our body. So in the in the way of the bufo, what I can say is that I have seen that helps the physical body in different ways, depending on what the person needs. Sometimes, like honestly, sometimes I don't know what the bufo does, but it does wonderful things, no? The thing is that it, as the combo has kind of a more physical purgative purpose, no, of cleaning ourselves and allowed us to be... Um, more clean, open, and receptive. No, for example, Cambo before other medicines is amazing because it cleans the whole body in order that we can approach in a better way to the other medicine. No, like the ayahuasca, like the wachuma, like the toad. And I actually work with this treatment, like when it's outside of my retreats, and the persons ask me for the for the toad. I ask them to have Cambo before if they haven't had like other cleansing ceremonies, dietas or something that has helped their body, this is in order to help their experience, to help, uh, to have a better approach to the medicine, a better experience also. Because as I say, no, like first the cleansing and then um, other medicines uh, that are more subtle and visionaries, they can be felt with more intensity, more vivid, like we can approach to them um, in a much better way, no? Uh, and bufo is kind of like the other side of the coin, kind of, it works way more, like I can describe much more things, for example, about the spiritual properties, the... um yeah, the spiritual properties of this medicine than the physical ones. Still, uh, what I can say in like eight years of working with this medicine is that I have seen, for example, like I've, I served toad once to one of my friends that has dislocated one leg while practicing Ashtanga yoga. So he was practicing and suddenly he could not walk. He was like with a lot of pain with the whole leg dislocated and he had to wear um, this 
sticks for walking. Uh, I don't know how to call it in English. These things for walking, and he was living um, crossing the street from me. You no, know? uh, it was not like super close, like door by door by door, but he was very close, like just crossing the street. And I was still uh, exploring with this medicine, so I just say to him that if he wants to try with the toe to see if something helps or something happened, and he did, and he went with a lot of faith in, and with a lot of, um, yeah, faith in the medicine, and until he could like walk a little bit, no, and went there to have the toe, and literally he went out walking without the sticks. Like something happened in that moment uh, that his leg, he felt it like be placed back in, in its place and he could walk without the the things, no? So like I'm not saying this uh, to create like uh, expectations, no? And that is something very important with the work of the medicine that we have like sometimes many expectations and then what the medicine has is always uncertain, no? Like it's always different. Is different for every person and in every single experience or approaching that we have with the medicine. But I have seen many things, no? For example, um, also in the spiritual uh, level, I have seen persons having contact with beloved ones that they have passed away during the session of the toad. And that contact with them, again, um, heals a lot also, no? Like kind of is what they needed. And the thing is that the medicine always gives us what we need, right? Like, is is what they do. They have this um, wisdom and they work in, in the way that they know and in the areas that we needed the most at the time that we needed the most. For example, maybe for my friend that had the, the hurt leg, that was the main thing uh, for the toad to work in that moment and maybe his experience was not like um, full on to the universe I don't know I don't know no and and for example the fact of other people be able to contact uh, their beloved ones that has uh, passed away that doesn't mean that it fades away the whole pain of losing them but helps them to understand in a soul level what 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 has happened. And also the fact of uh, being able to feel the soul or the energy, the presence of that beloved one again, and opens a lot the the understanding no of uh, what is this life and beyond that. Um uh, as I said, uh, and I said again and again, every experience is different. Every person is different. Every time that we consecrate the medicines, every time that we have them is different, even in the same person. No, uh, but the medicine always knows what to do. So it has been a study, you know, that uh, all the other um, things that this cocktail of the toad has they are affecting positively our brain, our neuronal system, our body, you know, in different ways. Um, this, um, there is also synthetic alpha-meo DMT, and there is people that works with that, you know, there is just synthetic alpha-meo. I, I don't work with any other thing that is just natural source, 
anything that is handmade or hand like you know interven intervention by the human um as I don't work with any of that uh because I feel that with the medicines of the modern earth we have the living spirit that is the guide that is the that is the healer you know that is the real essence of that energetic work that of that healing and that spirit is the one that has the wisdom of the mother earth and the one that has contacted us before because you know like every time that somebody comes to the medicines is because because they have had some call dreams intuitions like can can stop thinking about that frog and about that cambo or or somebody say then they start to resonate with that so it's a calling and this calling is a mutual like communication in other levels no like as well this spirit is trying to communicate with us as well or a spirit is trying to communicate with it no and um in these uh, in these realms uh, is uh, where the person starts to feel this calling oh i need to do this no and um this spirit is the one that calls us, that guides us, that knows us, and that can help us. The server of the medicine, no, in my own point of view, and the one that facilitates the shamans and like that, they do their best work, and it's better always to go with somebody that um, is uh, reliable to work with, no, because it's very delicate, but what um, a person that is facilitating the medicine basically does is to allow the energy of the medicine to work on the person uh, while with the skills that the person has can help to the process no but um, we know that uh, there is other main spirit and superior spirits that they are working with the persons no like when uh, when the doctors of the medicine comes to uh, realize to to do the what do you call it the astral surgeries no surgeries in the in the persons during the ceremonies this is because these other spirits of the plants and uh, other dimensions they are there to assist no and um with the synthetical uh, things no we don't have the, the guidance spirit that is coming from the Mother Earth. So you can have the effect of the 5-Meo DMT, but there is not the guidance of the spirit, no? And for me, that is very important. So in, uh, I'm saying this because uh, in the buffalo barrio secretion, we don't only have 5-Meo DMT. We have the bufoteina, the 5-Meo DMT, as mainly psychoactive, no? Uh, molecules or, or presence in this uh, cocktail but all the other things they are also important and um, what I have researched and in my understanding like all this is like food for our brain like when you have uh, the medicine of the toad like uh, because you know like in in our um, occidental culture like uh, we are just transiting from oh the drugs to oh the medicines no and um, there is a lot of confusion, no? Uh, and some people like uh, uh, still call like drugs uh, to the medicines because they have uh, some effect, no? But um, this is um, well, this is not uh, actually like only the only thing that they do, like to put you in a psychedelic uh, space, no? Like there is a lot of things that they are going on uh, during an encounter with the medicine. And 
Um, the visionary experience is part of that. You know, sometimes is more, sometimes is less, but is part of that. Uh, it's not the whole thing. It's a part of that because many other things occur in different levels of our being in different areas of our brain that we don't even know. No, sometimes, for example, when the ayahuasca puts you to sleep because it's it's needing to go deeper in the subconscious. No, sometimes you can't hold it. You you sleep there, and it goes and and works through the dreams. No, so they have their own way to work. So when you uh, have the when you ingest the, the thought, when you inhale this substance and it rises to your brain, it nourishes your brain. It's not that it damages your brain. For and I mentioned this of the drugs because sometimes people ask me like, "It's not going to fuck me over," <laughs> and it's no. It's actually the opposite. It's going to benefit your brain, and what it does is um, to create and reinforce certain paths of our brain that uh, they have been non-active uh, and these um, paths for example they are related with the effect that the toad has that is an spiritual uh, experience is opening our connection with the source you know? and you know like I mentioned uh, um, a bit ago that uh, we developed this 5-mu-DMT molecular by, uh, by itself or our own body developed by itself when we born and when we die, but in the middle of that, the, the whole life happens, no, and we don't really remember what happened when we were born because part of this uh, game of being a human is to forget, is to forget where are we coming from, where are we going back, to forget all about that so we can find it back, and it's part of this game that we commit to get in and the creator create. <laughs> So, so as we can experience as part of the same creator, no, and transcend the duality, the illusion, and the dream of the duality, uh, to be in in this um, same vehicle and in this awareness, be able to be back to that aware, to that consciousness, no. Uh, so I'm explaining this because there is a lot of uh, neuronal paths in in our brain that they are unactive for the lack of use. You know, like everything is like the muscles when you exercise. And sometimes we are not exercising or meditation or prayer or connection with the great spirit. That's why we don't feel it. We don't feel it at all. We we are we are confused. We don't feel God near. We don't feel God in this existence. We don't feel the support of the of all the energies that supports us. We don't feel uh, that our prayers are listened, no, because our um, neuronal paths, they are not trained, they are not active. And when we have this experience with the toad, um, sometimes like uh, it activates uh, these patterns, you know, these paths of our, of our brain, these uh, neuronal um, nets, that connects with that experience that we had with the toad. I don't know if you have heard about Tony Robbins' experience. I guess he he went to the Amazon. Somebody was uh, he was doing some medicine work, and somebody was having toad, and he's huge and and tall. So the first dose, and this is very common also, that sometimes you don't feel the 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 toad uh, at the beginning. No, also depends on the amount, but also sometimes it's blockages that we have. There is a very small percent of people that feels nothing with the toad, and we just don't know 
uh, why is that? Maybe it's a chemistry in the body. Uh, I have attended few people that they really didn't felt anything. It's very weird, no? But it happens, and it, I have uh, listened to other uh, speaks about this, and it's a very low percent of around two percent, no, of the population maybe that that has some I don't know chemical reaction that doesn't allow it to fill the FIMO DMT. I really don't know what's that about, but usually um, what normally happens, no, is that um, sometimes it's the blockages that we have in our mind, in our being, no, that doesn't allow us to have, like, a, a, to approach to that experience. But every time that, like, for example, even if you didn't felt anything, but you had that thought, that did something already and worked already, and the next time other things occur because this part, like this medicine, like was working on unblocking, clearing other things, etc. No, and then when you have another dose, then it goes deeper. Then like some work has been done before, and like some unblocking, and then you can perceive it better. No, like of course all this depends in every person. Every person is different and has different reactions. But it seems that Tony Robbins, he didn't feel anything. And then the next time that was like during those days also, like they gave him the toad again and they gave him a bunch, like a big, huge dose for him. And maybe it was a lot, no? Uh, and he said that he could access this state uh, through the meditation over around one month or I don't know, for a long time, no? And this is because the neuronal paths in our brain, they get activated, they relate with the experience, and they get activated so we can access to these states of our being easier. You know, for example, I have friends that they um, are meditators, you know, that they practice the meditation a lot, and they have a way more, like, receptivity for, for the toad medicine because their brain is also trained also for getting into states, you know, by itself. And, um, well, then I was saying that the, all the, the cocktail that the, we smoke from the buffo is, uh, is nourishing our brain. You know? it's, a, it's a nourishing uh, for our brain. It's very good um, in the physical level, but in the spiritual level even more. Because what it happens is that it allowed us to go from the duality and separation no, of the observer and the observer to the consciousness of the unity. What it happens is that we can access, like through this molecular plugging into our receptors, we can access to higher, superior, like superior dim dimensions of our being, you know, like higher dimensions of ourselves. It's not exactly that we uh, we like go far away in the universe like yes and no at the same time and here is where the things goes like that because you can experience with the toe this uh, feeling of everything and nothing to be everything and nothing at the same, same time as well you can experience like the openness of the like the white light like the white light uh, that the people when they die they see you can see sometimes how this like white light tunnel, like fractalic beautiful light, open so you can access to these other dimensions. Sometimes you can perceive the 
huge void of the universe, like a black hole. And uh, it's part of the same nature of the medicine, it's part of the same nature of the experience, you know? Um, as I say, like every person has different experience, but the main um, work that this substance or this molecular does is to open this central channel so we can access to these higher dimensions. And that's why we call it that it's a soul level experience too. And that's why some, like many things you cannot explain, it's something that you live, it's something that occurs inside of yourself that sometimes it doesn't have a word to explain. But one of the main characteristics and the goal that this medicine has is to reconnect us with the unity, with the consciousness of the unity, not only the concept, the mental concept, but to live the unity, to feel and to experience in this physical body, in this moment being alive, that is not that we are burning or dying, in this present moment of being alive, it allowed us to feel that consciousness of unity. There is people that, uh, for example, through clinical death, has the same experience, no? And a lot of teachings and changes occurs during that uh, those minutes of clinical death. Uh, one of uh, my best friends, that is uh, my uh, co-worker, is the person that, that I work with, He's very connected with the toad and he loves the toad especially uh, because he has had like more than one clinical death, you know, like he's a person that has had a lot of accidents in his life, in his life, sorry, and um, he had a car accident when he was 20 years old and he literally died. He was rescued by the paramedics but and he is alive, you no, know? but, but he died there and when he died, he had this experience uh, like very similar to the toad. No, like he went out of his body and started to f to fly, to fly in the with the wind, with the trees. Um, and the spirit of his grandfather uh, was there with him. He had like a really profound experience, and he was very young and growing in a very conservative uh, little town. So this was a very shocking experience, not only because. It that was like brutal, you no, know, like third thing or I don't know how many like surgeries he had to have like to re reconstruct the whole body. It was really painful and traumatic, but the experience, the deep experience that he had, he could not explain to anyone. It was something that mm, uh, maybe like nobody will believe it or like understand. You no, know? it was very difficult for him like to translate this to be alive again, no? And when he get to know the toad, um, he found, like, the same feeling, the same experience, no? For him, it's very easy, for example, to go there, but because he has had more than one physical, clinical death. And for him, his experience is very, like, clear or clean, there in that direction, no, like uh, his experiences are like very beautiful, very peaceful, and he connects right away with those dimensions because of his past experience. So I mentioned in this in order to appreciate a little bit more um, the fact of having the possibility of access to this um, 
parts of our being without the need of having an accident and almost die and being all hurt and damaged for the rest of your life for the exchange of the uh, lesson or the experience that you needed to awake, no? Uh, because usually, in, like when the clinical death happens, is uh, and the person comes back, is because it was a very important lesson for the the life of the person there, no? So, just for me, like this fact makes me to appreciate a lot, no? The fact that we have these wonderful medicines. I guess in the in the plant world, we have the Wilka has 5-meo DMT also. I have never um, uh, consecrated or have the Wilka, only the Yopo uh, when when my kid was a baby, so it was like long ago. Mm, but what I understand is that it's something very similar. No, is is the plant source for the 5-meo DMT is the Wilka seed, uh, obviously prepped and served in the in the proper way. And uh, in the animal area, we have with the buffalo barrios. Until now, uh, I don't know if it's discovering any other thing, you know, but in these two gifts of the nature, we have this amazing gift that allowed us to touch these spaces uh, of our being, that allowed us to connect with these higher dimensions and with our soul without the necessity of having an accident and and be damaged for the rest of our lives and having like a lot of pain, you know? So I really consider that an amazing gift for us, for the humans. Uh, many people uh, ask like, who like figure out that, you know? For me, uh, like, uh, because it's, I mean, like it's a whole process that is like, whole, you know? Well, in my, in, in my own, um, point of view, you know, like, uh, and uh, the things that I have researched, etc., like, I th- I can see, and I, I think that in the ancient Mexican culture, you know, um, they for sure were working with the toad medicine somehow. It's just that we don't know how, because it's in the sculptures, and uh, we can find uh, the Bufo Marinos and Bufo Alvarius. Bufo Marinos contains Bufotein, more than 5-MeO-DMT, no? But we can find these bufos with the characteristic glands, etc., in ancient uh, the pictures or uh, sculptures and even, like, in very important ones, no? So for sure that they were in contact and, and our ancestors were very wise, so for sure that somehow they were knowing this medicine. It's just that we don't know how because the method uh, that we use for... Uh, being able to inhale it, like to have it for ourselves, well, is with tools that is modern tools, you know. I use um, pipes that is special, that is uh, uh, for high levels of heat, and um, a special lighter that is like a torch uh, that is heating like with way more potency. So you vaporize in this way with these tools, you know, the, the toad. What I know is that around 1960s, 1965 or something, there was one person that discovered how, how to smoke it. And what I think is that it was also a channeling. And I think it was a channeling. I don't know how did this person discover, but it could be for dreams, intuition, or something like that. No? I guess it was a war veteran. 
And um, yeah, I don't remember very good the story, but it's recent. Uh, it's very recently that that uh, we as humans found a way to vaporize this and ingest it in this way. Uh, to ingest it by orally and like licking the toad or things like that is not actually how it works, no. And actually, like ingesting the substance orally, like it can be very dangerous because that's the way that they use it against the predators, no. So, in uh, talking about this, like I can say that uh, the buffalvarius medicine is an amazing, beautiful, very intense and very powerful and delicate medicine that doesn't have a whole cultural background as well as the ayahuasca does. It's as strong as the ayahuasca, as delicate as the ayahuasca, but it doesn't have a whole background of culture uh, about um, how to hold the ceremony, uh, what to do, what not to do, many things that is like the ceremonial background like uh, of that we have for other medicines, no? Like here in Peru, the Huachuma, like uh, the civilization like Chavin, they grew around it. They, it like it has a huge uh, like cultural background. So with the toad, it doesn't have, no? Still, like there is people that has found their own way to do a very beautiful work. And, and there is people that are also like they are experimenting and doing different things, you know. As everything in, in the nature and in the field of the medicine, we know that sometimes the human makes a wrong use of them, no. So it's, it's important to be careful, no, of uh, choosing a right moment and right person to have the booth or various, preferably there is a person with enough experience, with... Uh, that it resonates with the with the person, no, with the energy, um, because it's very intense, it's very quick, no. Like uh, as I say, like since since the moment that you start to inhale, and in the moment that it's opening full on the medicine, like fully open, it's seconds. It's not a minute. It's literally seconds, less than ten seconds, fifteen seconds, and you are full on there. And yeah, like there is many people that has had horrible experience, very traumatic that they will not do it again. And uh, sometimes it's, it's uh, because the ceremony has not been holded properly, you know, like with the proper protections, the proper prayers, the proper um, permission you know, from the medicine and, and also the proper intention of the person that is serving the medicine because that is... Uh, one of the main things, you know, and unfortunately, as humans, sometimes like different energies crosses inside of us and then like mess up, no. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that because the Buffalmarius medicine is something very recent, no, that um, has been uh, discovered. And um, as I told you, you know, like when when I went to the desert to harvest the medicine, like I mean, the toad has been living there forever, and nobody uh, nobody there knew that was a medicine except for the shamans and the people that lives in the uh, Shark Island, Isla Tiburon, and other places where they work uh, a lot with that medicine. But in the little town, for example, that I was, 
Nobody knew about the toll. No, nobody knew that it was medicine or anything. In these times, and this I know because the the persons that they send me the toll, like that I uh, get the medicine from, they are uh, real guardians of the desert. They are uh, seri people, and other that they are not like full on series, but they live there. They work with the medicine. They are aware of what it is, no. And these persons like uh, has tell me, you no, know, like the recent situation that is the. Um, in the desert and in the toad um, field is that uh, as well the climate changes are like uh, affecting a lot the environment of the toad sometimes there is no rainy seasons so there's no toad you know what i mean in the whole year and um and the other thing is that there is a like now that has been out in the world all this about the toad there is many people that goes there to to steal the the, the toad the specimen from the desert like thinking that they will have like permanent medicine but the real thing is that this animal die outside of the environment that they have also to create <clears throat> private farms uh, it's not good it's not the way that that they live no at least that they can actually provide for a, like a wildlife and just a protected area i guess it can work no like that they can keep having a wildlife as they will have and maybe an extended area that is just protected against other people that will come because the other uh, risk or enemy that has the the toader is the narco because the narco has already found that there is something precious there and now they are um taking away the harvest of the harvesters they are messing up with the area taking over the lands taking over the medicine taking over the toads so it's a lot of of things going on there no it's very sad because like uh, as well the like the the human influence is uh, is ruining the world no it's totally ruining the nature and like these things like the climate change you know um it's a reality in in all the world so um yeah just to give this information you know like uh, uh the tone medicine is is exploded is in is in danger also it's in danger of extinction and the people that loves this medicine and the lands the territory they are trying to protect the territory they are trying to protect the animals they are um even taking uh, legal actions no uh, because is uh, native people that they know that this medicine is very precious for the for the well use no but also it's being very precious for other kind of people like the narco traffickers no so the people for example uh, in Sonora, there is um, this situation. So, you know, like, how just everything sometimes is just perfect as God has just set it up. So, because of the borderline between Mexico and USA, you know that this is like the red area. The borderline between the both countries is is a horrible war field where... Um, Everything happens, no? Like the narcos, the drugs, the traffic of people, the kidnappings, uh, the traffic of organs. Everything of that uh, happens around there. So, part of the the narco war in my country, no? Uh, because the influence of the narco has been a tool for war, for for. Uh, 
killing the country from inside, no? And these people has like um well in the borderline over Sonora, Sinaloa, Culiacan and all these areas of Mexico, there is a lot of drug addiction, a lot of drug addiction, and this is because of the influence of the narcotics, what they have given to the people, no? And it's very cheap and heavy drugs, no? Like crack, cocaine, ice, and a bunch of crap. All, all the most shitty drugs, no? And that we know that they are highly addictive and that they just open the persons to a bunch of demons. So this is one of the most real problems that they have in these areas of the country, that is the uh, drug addiction, the... Um, all that this has uh, caused, like all that the drug addiction has caused in the society and in the familiar ambiences, a lot of violence, a lot of um, homicides, a lot of killings, no, a lot of suicides, a lot of uh, violence in general. It's a lot of suffering, and then there is uh, kids that lives in the street that they have been like abused and raped, and they are in drugs at the age of ten or eleven years. So there is people in, in Mexico, in <clears throat> the people that is uh, working with this medicine in order to help uh, the, the persons with drug addiction and they have a lot of success by working with the toad because you know that these drugs, they are highly addictive and that's the problem, that then they create a physical necessity in our body. So, <clears throat> for example... I was listening to one conference uh, that was in Mexico about the uh, buffalberries medicine and all this, no? And the, this person was um, explaining a bit of their work that they they do with the young kids of the street, no? They have a center, for example, where they work with the toad. Uh, they don't call it medicine; they call it like as a tool, no? Um, uh, one of the tools that we have to work um, with these persons, they say, and uh, the thing is that, as we know, these uh, these heavy drugs they create like a lot of uh, physical addiction. So the person can't control themselves, like is looking for the substance, like they get lost in that. And just to don't make it so long, but uh, the persons that they work by helping like kids in the street and people with drug addiction, they say that. Um, the toad is one of the most wonderful tools that they have and the toad is one of the only things that helps them to don't go running back to the street to get the drug no? because they can't force them to be inside of the place that they have they have a re rehab center, a rehab place no. But they can't force the persons to stay because that will be kind of against the will of the person, no? So they can't force the person. So something that happens usually is that they rescue kids, but they run away to the street again because they are addicted. And the toad is one of the uh, medicines or tools, as they call it, that has worked the best, that is helping more people because... Like, for example, my teacher, I'm going to speak a little bit about him, my teacher um, is uh, it's called Ananda, he's a French uh, guy, he's a, a French senior that has been working with the medicines over more than 40 years, and um, he's an amazing channel no, for this medicine, he 
um, teach me how to hold the ceremonies. He opened my understanding to all the things that I could not understand at the beginning, no, of how to work with this medicine. And they have also a center in Mexico where they attend people. And well, uh, the thing is that he says that the toad helps a lot to unplug all programs of our brain. No, it helps to unplug all programs that we don't need anymore. It helps to liberate from old memories. Uh, he calls it that it's a medicine for the liberation of our being. And also that is uh, one of the most powerful for unplugging those chips, those programs from our mind and to have a new opportunity for reset, for reprogram. You know? And... Um, for example, I remember the experience of one person. He didn't have told with me, no, but I knew him in Mexico. And he told me that he had the told one day, no, um somebody offered him, I don't know, long ago. And he said, Well yeah. And he was a guy from Mexico City. Uh, he was alcoholic, uh, kind of like you know, in many places of the world, like just alcohol is like uh, how to say it? a normal program, you know, like it's something that you get used since kids, since young, to see your parents or everybody drinking and you get used and then you have your little alcohol over there. You know? So he said that, that he was the kind of guy that he would always have like a a whiskey or a something, you know, like his pot of, of alcohol over there because he was like a... a an alcoholic, a drinker, no, like a, a current drinker, how to say it, a frequent drinker. <laughs> so he had the toad. He didn't feel that much, no, like kind of. He, it was not like the ultimate <laughs> trip of his life, maybe. Yeah, like he didn't feel that much. It was good, but he was just like okay, kind of happy with the experience, but not expecting like something great or anything. And he told me that just, yeah, he had the toe, the time passed by, he felt good, he felt way better. Until it, one night, like one month after, uh, it was again the full moon, because I think he had it in full moon. And he told me like one month after, in the next full moon, it was a window like this, and in the window he always had his alcohol thing, you know, his pot of alcohol, and he said that that night, like, the the ray of the moonlight, like, it was coming through the window, so he could see the, the bottle of alcohol there, and he reminded that he was an alcoholic. He didn't even thought about drinking again, he didn't even thought about the bottle of alcohol, he didn't even realize that he was not doing it again. He used stop and these little things for example as I say um, it's just stories that I can share of things that um, sometimes happens with the toad no for everyone is different but it's things that happens no uh, because it, it goes directly to our neuronal system and helps to create new patterns and also to unplug all all chips all patterns that we don't need anymore is why it creates these um, huge effects, you know? Like, I have known people that, after one toe, they 
they just have like amazing changes and they don't need it again. They don't even look for that again because they feel that they got like a really good change and they are happy with that. There is people that has done it like many times, no, and that they keep finding like a healing and a beautiful experience in this medicine. And there is people also that has barely feel anything, and there is people that has feel everything, <laughs> no. So I really I never know how is it going to be for one person. The only thing that I can do is to provide the best work that I can with the knowledge that I have, no, about the medicine, and and to allow the person to have the experience that the person is meant to have, and that is that is from superior <laughs> things, you know, like so from the superior spirits, they will be guiding and directing, and not only during the ceremony, just also after, you no, know, also in the in the normal life when we need actually uh, to be directed, you no, know. uh, and um, yeah, I have seen very beautiful things with the toad, you no, know, like m- miraculous things, also almost nothing. To happen, I have seen people that felt nothing. <laughs> like we had one, one friend in one retreat in in the first center that I came to work with. No, because now we we hold retreats uh, between one little team that we have, and the ayahuasca maestro Pepe Francini that he's amazing and all his family is amazing, and um, Christopher that is my co-worker, uh, and me. And another friends that they were helping us to organize from Australia that they has been like angels uh, for our team. Well, we organized these uh, little retreats, you no. Know, uh, after having a lot of experiences with one center that I was working with, and in this center we were attending a bunch of people, and I remember one person specifically that he was having like a, a resistance already with the ayahuasca. Uh, he was like needing to drink more, no. But with the toad, he just felt nothing, like nothing, nothing. And I was not serving him that day. It was another friend. But I was in the first servings to him. And and we gave him two macro doses, nothing. And she gave him like a third one and nothing. No? So it just sometimes happened. Maybe it's the chemistry in the body. Maybe it's other things. I don't know. But it's very weird that that happens, no? Like, usually it's very intense. And the way that I work with this medicine is, like, a, a kind of the same. It's, the, it's my own way to work it, no? It's, like, a, a way that I have developed. Like, it's always guided by my intuition. And um, I start to work uh, in this way because... Knowing knowing the process with the medicine and and after being attending people you no know, in this other center and seeing many things like I decide to start to give uh, first a small dose to the person is I can call it a micro dose but it's not that micro you know like the amounts of toe they are small so it's a smaller dose like maybe a third of the full dose of a quarter of the full dose. I don't know exactly how much because I don't use um, grammars. I can use, but I don't know. I, I I know how to measure depending on the person. So what I do is to give uh, to the person, 
specifically or most important if it's a first time no or if the person is very nervous like but usually first time no because i attend a lot of person that does does the uh, the toad for first time so when is the first time that we're going to do it like we're usually very nervous like is a is a very special moment no like kind of is you know like this feeling of when like something unknown and makes you very very nervous and and uh, you can already feel it that is going to be deep or that is going to be intense and the person is like uh, nervous and and uh, a little bit resistant and afraid of what's what's going to happen and and if we say like oh it's a it's a portal to the dead oh I'm going to die <laughs> no like all these things so I start to work it even that it takes me more time and more medicine or whatever like in my own way I serve first a small dose and uh, without the um without my intervention no uh, i serve a first dose a first a small amount to the person in order that the person can connect with the medicine can relax and can feel it but without the full on intensity like for a first encounter a soft because it's not that soft <laughs> a softer uh, a first encounter with the medicine in that way i can measure the sensitivity of the person to the medicine, the reaction of the person of the medicine, depending on how did the person felt the amount that I served, no. And um, that for me is very useful, so I can see the reaction to the medicine and the sensitivity to it. And for the person, it's very useful in the way that it allowed us to be more calm, be more relaxed, no, that kind of. It's not that strong as the first dose, so you inhale it and you can feel the medicine definitely. You can feel the um, peacefully effect that has in the brain, in the neuronal system. It's, it's very beautiful, it's very peaceful, but also creates catharsis because it's very intense. So it has that duality too, you know? But in this first dose, the person can relax a little bit more for the next dose. Can taste the flavor of the medicine and get used to it. Can f feel how does it feel this smoke because it's white, dense smoke. Can feel like how does it feel, no? Like that is passing through because also sometimes we are very nervous, no? So sometimes like you pass the pipe to the person and, and like, and it blows it out because you feel nervous in the moment, like, oh, what I'm doing, no? And it happens a lot. And if you do that, like, literally, like, all the medicine goes away and dismiss it in the air, like, it's gone. It's like that, no? So with the first amount, the person can be can feel more confident about, like, okay, I can I can have the, the other amount, no? And if the person, for example, like it ha is having a, a better idea of uh, how does it feels because it's dense smoke, so you have to smoke it like very slow and um, yeah, like like uh, consistent but but slow without like opening the throat like because it's going to heat and you're going to cough, no? So it's very useful this small dose uh, in my ceremony, so I can introduce the person in a softer way and I can check how is the reaction and then based on that dose I give the full dose 
based on the sensitivity of the person and the reaction that it had, no? Also, sometimes there is some people that just the first dose was more than enough and they don't want anything else. But um, then the full dose, I take the medicine with them also. So I prep my pipe and I prep um, my own dose that is also almost a full dose, let's say. No? Sometimes I put a little bit less, sometimes I put a full dose like the person, depending always on, on how I feel that the work needs to be done. No? So by me um, doing it at the same time with the person is... Uh, well, the purpose of this is like when the ayahuasca drinks the medicine with you. No? Like we go together to this field, to this realm... And sometimes, like, well, how, how can I explain it? This medicine of the toad is not purgative, no? It's not going to make an, a purgative effect. Still, is very cleansing, is very liberating, and also moves a lot of energies. So sometimes uh, the person needs to spit or, like, uh, something comes out. It's not purgative, but if then energetic movement is necessary is what happens so when the person ingests the full dose usually is laying in bed no is laying is out of the body is in these other uh, realms or dimensions of the being so usually the body is breathing and doing its own normal functions by itself but is not able to move in consciousness so many of the depuration energies passes through me and passes through me and I purge or spit things there and I use my tools um, to clean the ambience, to harmonize the ambience of the ceremony because as we know, when the medicines comes, you know, like they, they have this uh, very strong spirit that is kind of like it exercises out all these lower energies or uh, like uh, entities uh, emotions and things that we have no so in my own understanding at least um, when we open with the medicines that's why in the ceremonies it's so important to have like the proper protections and tools that we need for that opening to the other realms and dimensions because in all those other realms also many other things coexist in even inside of us so in a, in a ceremony in a group of ceremony we are all opening and depurating no as well in an individual ceremony we are opening and, and things are coming out from our energetic body. So sometimes the person is screaming, crying, uh, sometimes it's peaceful, uh, sometimes it's not doing anything, no? it's just peaceful and, and, and uh, feeling the medicine and receiving, like laying down in the bed. Sometimes it's very catharsic, sometimes it's very dramatic. Sometimes it sounds horrible, but the experience that they have inside is wonderful. No, sometimes they are screaming like if they were like falling into the void, but uh, they they were having the most amazing experience inside. No, so the thing is that in the moment that that I have the medicine with the person, I help for the medicine to open more and to harmonize the ambience not through doing like the proper cleansings and things with the tools that I have in my altar 
uh, for softening the energy of the depuration or the experience that the person is having. Um, there is persons that ask me, you know, like sometimes honestly, I don't know how to answer these questions like that much, but like, for example, some people ask me like, how do you do or what do you do? Honestly, like I just let the medicine to guide me and my intuition is everything, you know, like my intuition tells me what to do. I can stand up even if I have a full dose because I'm trained for that. It's not that I just, I don't know. I'm trained for that. I have uh, a lot of experiences with the toad medicine and I have created this deep connection with the medicine and I have offered myself to the medicine to be her channel whenever it needs me. So that's what I do. I, it's not really a conscious work that I like, oh, this is, no. And sometimes uh, I also explain to the person, sometimes I can feel the vibration or the kind of energy that is being depurated or that we need like to uh, clear in that moment. If I need to know, the medicine let me know. If I don't need to know, the medicine doesn't open that information for me. Sometimes I feel the memories of abuse of, of the persons. Sometimes I feel the deep pain in their hearts and where is it coming from because they need to speak about it. And sometimes I don't receive the information. I just do my work that is cleaning out the negativity and the heaviness. No, And saying that without any judgment is just that all us as human beings, we albergate a lot of low uh, energies and uh, lower emotions. Uh, some of them, some of them, they convert sometimes in like in entities because they have been fitted for a long time with these like thinkings and like repetitive emotions and cycles, you no, know, like uh, these addictive cycles of emotions and suffering. So they become like an, a living entity, and um, and sometimes, as I say, like I can feel what what is the the work about and sometimes the medicine doesn't give me access to that information just allow me to do the work and to clean out no um sometimes for example the person uh, tells me that they were feeling that something was coming up like like a pure like that that were they were in the state no laying down and another thing and they were feeling that in their body something like like a purge was coming, but then they hear me purging me, no. So this this is the way just that the medicine works. And it like uh, it helps to clean the energies, uh, in order to benefit the person, but also that the person can have a deep experience, no. Sometimes, for example, in the first doses when I don't have the medicine with the person I'm observing, I can see that the person spits more by itself. No, like kind of goes more and, and looks. Also, it's not that deep the state, so they they are more uh, with more mobility, so they can spit their own things. No, but this um, this uh, kind of cleansing that the toad uh, does is a little bit different than the other cleansings. No, like like the purge of the ayahuasca or the cambo purge, but definitely is is a cleansing. It's just that it's more energetic. It's more subtle the the nature no it's not that much directed in the physical level maybe but it's very powerful and 
Yeah, sometimes like, uh, uh, for example, I feel like the heat of the energy, I, I feel the heat of the negativity. Sometimes I end up in the floor like, oh, <laughs> how did that happen? No? But I just don't don't let this um, kind of, uh, to concern me, uh, I just do what I know what to do, you know, in the moment uh, uh, that I'm attending the person. But yeah, that's why I, I have the medicine uh, also accompanying the person, no, and in my own point of view, it helps the process and it uh, helps to open the medicine as well. That it helps to transit the process of the medicine in a softer way than without any assistance. And this is because, like, mm, how to explain it? Mm. Sometimes it's a lot what we have inside. And we need some help, no? Sometimes it's a lot, and if you let alone the person, like, the person will have to deal with all that by itself. And sometimes the person doesn't have the proper inner tools or physical tools to do its own cleansing. Even the focus of the mind, no? For example, uh, even the believings, no? Like, to to face uh, those amounts of darkness that opens uh, with the medicines because uh, I have to mention that as well with the toad as, as well with the, the other medicines not everything is just pure light but in this world of duality um, the medicines they let us feel sometimes the duality too you know? like, a, like in an ayahuasca ceremony sometimes it's like you go to hell and sometimes you go to heaven <laughs> and sometimes you go to the Pachamama and explore there, no? I mean, uh, sometimes it's very dark, the experience. And it's not because the ayahuasca is bad, it's showing us things that we need to see. And sometimes the ayahuasca is pure bliss and, and love and all that can happen in one week of treatment. You can pass through many different stages with the medicine so the toad is the same, no? It's not only that it's going to open us to the purest light and that's it. Also can um, bring us uh, to the void, no? Can, uh, also can be experienced in different ways. And those different ways can be scary. Can be scary because, as I say, it's a lot of uh, negativity sometimes what we have inside. And I feel in my own perspective that that is what it makes us afraid as human beings what is inside of us more than what is outside of us because m most of the times um, that darkness uh, that we are afraid of is our own experience is, is our own darkness is our own fears no so sometimes uh, and that's why I have uh, many friends you know that they have had told with I don't know with somebody that maybe didn't hold the ceremony properly or didn't help them so much and and then they had to handle with all that for themselves, all that happened in the ceremony, you know, all that it opened there, all the darkness and the void that they are perceiving, and sometimes like that is hard to accept, you no, know? and sometimes it's very shocking the experience, and the people gets like, no, I don't want to do this again ever, but I can say that all the medicines they have this kind of duality that they can approach us as well as to the most blissful state as well to our own living hell, no? And there's um, nothing to be afraid because there is always like lessons and important things that we need to understand when the medicine uh, brings these experiences to us, no? But it's very important uh, 
like to do it in the right time, in the right space, and with the right people that at least that resonates with you. No, I'm not saying like maybe that some somebody that has like many titles or I don't know, but at least that somebody that resonates with your energy, and that you feel right to do it in order to have a good experience with the toad because this medicine of uh, is the grandfather of the desert. No and is very strong, very intense, very quick also, and it has, I can, if I can describe, you know, like as we say that the ayahuasca has a feminine energy, like an anaconda, uh, aquatic energy, because it goes, like they're taking us, you know, like in this journey with her, and like um, exploring like deep inside, and showing us, like it has her own process, her own way, to show the things, no, and is uh, we related that with more in a feminine way. So the toad, uh, I mean this the substance of the toad. It comes from males and females, but we call it grandfather toad because it has much uh, uh, masculine energy that comes like straight and direct and very quick and very precise in the moment, no, and um, yeah, that is the the most kind of strong part no of 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 the ceremony of the moment like in the moment that the medicine opens that is in in a matter of seconds um the intensity that it brings some people shake some people cry some people uh sweat no of, of all the energetic movement and some people just is like peaceful and and like like receiving or or dreaming or something like that some peaceful state no there is different different reactions, uh, as I always say, like whatever that we experience inside of the ceremony, whatever that it happens, you no, know, whatever is the reaction, is what it's meant to be, is what the medicine had for the person, and and in the case, for example, of Buford Barrios, I always prefer to hold um, single ceremonies. Sometimes I attend two persons, but honestly, I definitely recommend single ones because even that is your partner your couple your family um if you like in the moment that both persons in the same moment has the medicine one can react very dramatically and the other person will not be able to concentrate because it's very short the rank of time no that is going to be acting the medicine the um, Rank of time is like since you have the medicine until kind of like the effect goes away. 20, 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, even shorter, no? Like, for example, uh, when you access to these uh, dimensions of the being, that is, uh, yeah, it's dimensions of, of our own being and the other dimensions to this is one itself. When you access to these dimensions, the time changes, no? Uh, so it's not the same perception of time that we have here. So what happens is that sometimes in those five minutes, the person had like one of the most like uh, deeper and like spiritual or I don't know like deeper important experiences uh, that in its um, consciousness of time, where that consciousness was, it was an eternity. And here in this world, it was like five minutes or three minutes, you know. Um, I remember one friend that had one of the deepest experiences of his life. 
and I was about starting to work when he came back. He was like, how long was that? Like, like one hour? And I was like, two minutes and a half. <laughs> you know, like I was going to start to do the, the work with the perfumes and everything. And, and he was totally back. But that didn't dismiss the, the, the power of his experience. No, like it was just like very short in this, in this time here. But for him, for example, was an eternity that he stayed in the other dimension. So it's very relative, the time of what we live when, when we ingest the medicine, no? when we inhale the, the toad. Um, but the time in this world is around, yeah, like five minutes to half an hour and you are coming back. No, and um, usually the main effect is just some minutes. It's, it's like the first ten minutes is the the peak effect. It's just that then like the energy starts to to low down, no, like the to dismiss the intensity, and um, and the person is coming back slowly, and everyone does at the proper time or at their at their own time. So some people is ready right away. And some people need to be with themselves for another 20 minutes, another half an hour. No? So that's why my ceremonies usually are long, no? uh, two or three hours with the toad. So we can have the first dose and then the full dose and then the person to uh, be ready to come back. No? And uh, usually, yeah, it takes some time to integrate, you know, like the... As I say, like many things that occurs, they are in different levels of our being, so it's very difficult to speak about them, and it's better to have like time for integrating, you no, know? like time and uh, privacy, you no, know? like uh, to have some time to be ready, like to to have a, a proper integration after the thought. Usually in the retreats that I hold, like. Uh, that's why we do retreats, no, like for being able to um, to hold the process of the people, to coach them in the whole process with the medicines. Uh, but if it's a single ceremony, I'm always attending uh, after, no, how is the people feeling? Sometimes like process unleash after combo and thought. Sometimes doesn't that much, no. But in any in any case, uh, they demand or they need a time of integration of both as well combo as well toad and um yeah and, and to be calm and rest and not with so much crowd no and, and during the first day after two days after at least so the person can integrate better the experience because as I say like most of these things it happens in different levels of our being so uh, sometimes the person starts to decipher through the dreams, sometimes uh, with the days, sometimes through the talking, no, like to to expressing uh, him or herself about the experience. So, yeah, is is what can I say about the toad medicine? Also, Jason. <laughs> Wonderful, Koti. Um, <clears throat> I think we've officially surpassed the longest podcast. We're at uh, clo <coughs> close to five hours. <laughs> I'm seeing. I, like, my kid is going to kill me when I go home. Like, I'm just seeing that it's getting dark here in the window. <laughs> yeah. And I have no idea how, how we spend five hours here. <laughs> it must be the toad. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. It was uh, it was beautiful for me. I, I, I love every time where, where I really get to learn, and I, I feel like I've learned a lot from you, and I think uh, the audience really will, too. Um, if, if people are interested in, in reaching out to you or working with you, which um, I'm sure some people mm-hmm. are going to be, how would they get in touch with you? Um, by social media, <laughs> maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Facebook or Yeah, by Facebook, by by WhatsApp. I'm I'm okay. trying to don't be so much in social media and honestly I don't um, promote so much my work there because I have a bunch of things to do at home. Mm-hmm. You know? So sometimes there is not so much information of what I do online except for the page of my retreats, you no. Know? So yeah, I, I can share with you the the page for example uh, maybe for putting in the comments or something like that yeah. so the person can read there like in our web page we have uh, some scripts uh, that has been done by myself about each medicine that we work with and some other reference like uh, the work of the ayahuasca maestro that we work with uh, experiences of our guests and uh, the the different dates or different kind of retreats that we are holding yeah, and my friend uh, Christopher Allen is the one that uh, works more in, in promoting our work in that way, but I'm always attending people, like every week I'm always attending and at the service of the medicine, and usually people contact me uh, by WhatsApp, by WhatsApp okay. and from voice to voice, from friend to friend, you know? mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm, I'm, I will be happy to attend anyone <laughs> that yeah. feels the calling for these beautiful medicines. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much, Conti. It's, it's been a pleasure. And, uh, and uh, who knows, maybe we'll even split this one up into two parts. And uh, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> we'll be the first person to have a part one and a part two. So. I think so. <laughs> well, thank you, Conti. I really appreciate it. Thank you yeah. too, Jason. Thank you for mm. inviting me. It has been really fun. And uh, I'm sorry if I did took to lo- too wonderful. long. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I say things like one after another no, again. No, no. But yeah, I, I, there is certain things that I, I like to mention more than once um, so the people can like get it well no and understand uh, like these things about like and the medicines they are different for everyone they behave different inside of us so we can have like less expectation of, of what is going to occur to us because sometimes the expectation is the one that closes all the other possibilities, no? Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. So I hope I didn't bore all of you <laughs> with so much frogs and Temascal stuffs. And I hope that everyone that listens enjoys mm-hmm. uh, this uh, talk and that can be useful, this information, also uh, from my own experience, no? As I said, uh, many of what I'm sharing is from my own experience through working with these medicines and attending people over the years. And I'm very happy to be able to share this uh, with you and your beautiful channel uh, that is full of amazing information that I will keep checking there. And thank you very much for your time also, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. And just a personal note, I mean, I've, I've, I've sat with you in Tema's Kala a couple of times and you, you hold a beautiful space mm. and Marav has worked with you and she said amazing things. So mm. I, I, I think I know people would be in, in really good hands with you. So thank you. Thank you, Kunti. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, everybody, that is it. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Kunti. Uh, as I said, this uh, conversation is broken up into two parts. So if you're turning into the first part, stay tuned next week to the second part. And if you're just tuning in for the second part and you haven't seen the first part, then consider going back and watching that first part. Um, so thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, for me, actually, I learned a lot. Uh, I, I always enjoy the podcast where I get a chance to, to, to do some learning myself. Um, as always, if you're able to support this podcast, that's a really big help to me. Patreon is a really good option. It's a subscription service for as little as a dollar a month. You can sign up. It gives you some really nice perks back, things like early access to shows, bonus material, Q&As. That's a really big help to me to continue to make these podcasts. Um, to all the people who have done that, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that. And if you are able to do that, that's a really big help. There's also the ability to direct donate via PayPal. I'll put a link to both of those in the show notes. Also with the YouTube channel now, there's the option to join the channel. It gives a lot of the same perks as the Patreon option. Uh, below the video, there should be a join button for that. Um, and then if you're not able to do that, uh, subscribing to the show is a really big help. Turning on the notification bells, liking the videos. Again, that may seem like a small thing, but that's a really big help with the algorithms. And with the audio version going on Apple Podcasts, following the show, leaving a starred rating and a short review. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, again, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I hope you enjoyed both parts if you get a chance to do that. Um, the following week, I will have on my friend Paulette. Uh, and uh, um, after that, uh, I believe my friend Ido. And that's as far as I've scheduled for now. Uh, but as always, I will continue to bring on some really interesting guests. So thank you all for tuning in, and I will see you all on the next episode. Don't I